Hey guys, and welcome back to Modified Roll. Uh, it is the start of the second arc of Season 2, and before we get into the story, we just wanted to give you guys the opportunity to ask us a few questions. And a few of you have done, and so we're just going to do a little QA session for you here. Obviously, I am DM Jordan, producer-editor, blah blah blah, all that good stuff, but I've also got with me the cast. Uh, so I'm going to let everyone just say, for those of you who have maybe jumped in now for some strange reason, I'm going to let everyone introduce themselves and tell you what character they play. So, looking at my little list here, we're going to start with the other Jordan of the group. Hello, I am Jordan. Uh, the other Jordan, the uh, probably less important Jordan. Uh, I play Kazizel, a gemstown dragonborn, amethyst, and I uh, am a monk for this character as well. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, lovely. And second on our list, we've got Pete. Uh, hello, it is I, Pete, once again back. Um, I play Sinclair in this campaign. Um, he's a half-orc, half-goliath paladin. Uh, he's one big, tall boy, and he's on some sort of journey, and we're going to find out. Thank you for listening. And, um, yeah, that's me. Not a lot to say. Aren't we all on some kind of journey? But on that journey with Sinclair and Cassisola, we have Danny's character. Danny, tell us about yourself your character. Hi. It's me, Danny, and I'm. I play um, Giliana. She's a high elf rogue, and yeah, she. Um, I can't remember what everyone else said, but <laughs> um, that's who I play, and that's who I am, Danny. Amazing. Uh, we definitely didn't script this at all. And last but not least, of course, we have Maddie playing. Who? Go on, Maddie. Tell us about yourself and your character. Hello, I'm Maddie, and I play. This proves it's not scripted because I play Twilight, the Twilight Domain cleric. Because I didn't ever put that in one sentence until I had to tell everyone who I play. Um, <laughs> the tiefling, manic pixie dream girl, and a little too heavy on the manic, and here for a good time. Collector of teeth. Collector of teeth. Here for a good time. We'll see if it's a long time. <laughs> wow. Oh, is that a threat? <laughs> I've got protection from a unicorn now. Getting those spoils for more. <laughs> exactly. Uh, lovely. That is our beautiful cast, and we are, Taylor, going to answer some questions from our beautiful listeners. Uh, so if anyone isn't aware, which you should be, because I put it in the description of every damn episode, we have a Discord. Uh, we have some lovely listeners who've been in there for a very long time. Some guys have been following us right through, through season one. So thank you guys who've stuck with us. And to all of you who have joined us recently, thank you as well. It's lovely to have you in there chatting about the podcast. And of course, getting some questions from you. So we're going to go through a couple of the questions. Uh, most of these are targeted at the players, some at myself. And if any of the guys here have any questions they want to ask each other or myself, we'll throw those in at the end. So starting off with this lovely little question from Bartatten. I've also said lovely about seven times so far, so let's try and cut <laughs> that one out. Uh, but Bartatten, who has been a listener for a long time and has shown a lot of support for us, and it's been absolutely amazing, has asked. So a question you may not be able to answer but do you have a plan should any of the characters die like there was in season one with everyone's favourite skeleton boy? This is obviously a question that's more directed at myself, but I'm going to first of all pitch this to each of you and you can tell me, you know, knowing your characters, character backstory, what do you, would you like to have the chance to have your characters resurrected or do you think in this setting with your character, if your character were to die a heroic death, would you rather they stay down? So let's go back down the list again. Jordan. So... Back in my first season, I did have ideas for having that character resurrected sometime. If for the record, I actually don't know if we actually got to the episode in that our never came out. No, I'm um, just saying that. <laughs> yeah, just for the record, in case anyone was unaware, we do have it up on the Patreon for our listeners. There was a lot of this, like the un partially edited stuff because obviously those of you aware. We sort of recorded a bunch of stuff and then season one sort of fell off during the pandemic and we sort of started afresh after the fact. Uh, for those who aren't aware, we did get to a point in the recorded but not edited sessions where Malthor was also killed. So we actually technically we lost, two, we lost deaths two in season one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, even before he died, I had ideas that because his goal was so set in stone of what he needed to do, I did have ideas of if he were to be re resurrected, how would he be resurrected and whatnot. But for this character, 
nothing like that. Um, it's not as set in stone for his goal. Obviously, there's stuff with his guard and doing stuff with that, but as far as I'm concerned, there isn't anything set in stone for that side of him. So spare, I have characters, but I make him a spare time, and that's about it. So the short answer is... We'll find out when we find out, when I get around yeah. to killing all of you. Um, <laughs> Sadio ain't going to let him go that easily. Get back in there. you got to fix me. you got this Rocky. Get back in there. I can fix him. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, what about Pete? What about Sinclair? Uh, oh, Christ. I mean, just throwing this out there as a DM, depending on how Sinclair dies, there's a very real chance that he's just going to be welcomed into... You know, Paylor's version of heaven. Well, well, this is this is this is the thing with Sinclair. Um, if he's done enough, where I think that he would determine a personal goal had been fulfilled, I think yes, he would happily you know pass over the Rainbow Bridge and he would cross to the other side. But if he still had things that were you know that needed to be done, he I think it, his spirit would be restless. He would need to come back and finish the job. He's that kind of guy, you know. He say like, if he doesn't get the job done, you know, he'll he'll just rise from the dead, become a zombie, and he'll do it that way. You know, making a note here: if Sinclair dies, turn him into a revenant. Ooh, no, that's the exact okay. idea I had <laughs> for the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Although I it, let it be said, I do technically have a backup character that I have designed. So, all these backup characters, what the hell? Uh, oh, excellent. So we'll see if uh, if Sinclair gets called to the pearly gates, whether he decides to step over or not. But what about uh, Danny? What about Giliana? Obviously, still fairly young for an elf. Um, what if she was cut down in her prime? What, would, what, what do you think you would want to do with uh, Giliana? Uh, I'll tell you this for free. If she's, died, she's dead, she's dead, right? There's no coming back. <laughs> no like, attachment I whatsoever. No, no, no. I love her, but like, I could not think anything like less her than to be brought back from the dead i don't know like i just think this whole her whole story is that she's if she fails she's not going home so it's like death <laughs> is not really failure do you know what i mean like it's just it just doesn't fit i don't think but i have thought about this literally from the beginning i'm like if she's if she dies i have an idea for what Ooh. character i want to play if she dies um ideally she's gonna live forever but like i do have an idea just in case and it isn't her, so we. I don't really want to say because I think it, I'm very proud of the idea. So I want to keep it. Maybe when we, if we finish and she's Fair still enough. alive, when we still don't get to see what it is, yeah, then I'll tell. But for, for the record, um, absolutely. But for the record, um, this isn't. I haven't. This isn't like Dimension Twenty. I don't have like a set number of episodes I'm trying to hit, but I do have a story, and I fully intend for the guys to complete that story. So this hopefully will be a podcast, you know, where we might jump into another story after this one but there should be a, an end at which point we can revisit a bunch of the secret stuff if you guys don't find stuff or there's i have secrets or you have stuff about your characters you were considering we will absolutely revisit all of that so keep that in your back pocket if i don't manage to kill Giliana, you can tell us all afterwards i just have this vision though of like Giliana does die in combat everything's the fight is over everyone's bleeding Giliana's bleeding out on the floor and you just grab twilight and pull her close and say don't tell my family I died like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dying like it's like it's gonna be like it's not gonna be in a bitch way. That's the thing. Like okay. I, I just know it's gonna be heroic. Oh, yeah, blaze of glory so, for sure. <laughs> because otherwise, there's no way she's gonna die. But like, also, this is what I'm saying. Like, it, but like, if there's like someone's like, oh, I can like bring you back. Like, uh, like I just don't want anybody to go on like a silly mission to like get her back do you know what i mean that's what i want to avoid but if you're like oh instant yeah, revival right. i'm not gonna say no to that what if it's jason he's like i love her i need her back in my life <laughs> oh shit yeah <laughs> maybe i don't know if yeah if one of her suitors comes back and it's like i need them back no just be like nah remind everyone whenever somebody casts a revivification spell you can choose to come back or not like you can literally just be like nah i'm good but what a that waste was... of a diamond. Yeah. <laughs> Let's also remember that pretty people never die. So Exactly. True. 
So yeah, to be honest, she's 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 got free. This golden. is it. She's not good. <laughs> yeah. Why have we not turned that one into a sticker yet? Pretty people never die. I'm you tell me. That That's like a that was like from the first episode. That's like iconic. Yeah, it's ancient. I think it's literally the title of like episode seven or something. Pretty people never die. Writing that down. Sticker. Lovely. And then obviously finally, uh, Maddie. What about Twilight? What, are, what do you think Twilight's opinions are on coming back from the dead? So, firstly, if she tries to bring Gilliana back and Gilliana says, nah, I'm cool, Twilight's going to be fucking pissed. Secondly, <laughs> um, <laughs> she'll get it, though. She'll get it. Um, I think, yeah, 100% Twilight would come back. How cool would that be? She would get to tell everyone that she's been dead. Like, if that's, <laughs> like, so cool to her, she'd be like, I died. Guys, I died. I'm mysterious and cool. I'm mysterious and cool. Like, and I feel like it would it would be a very interesting character arc for her because she's so, like, everything about her is about life and experiencing everything to the fullest. So I think it would give her um, something interesting about mortality. But I definitely think she would want to come mm. back. I feel like mm. she wouldn't um, wouldn't let go. Or wouldn't, even if she died like a hero, but she'd to be, be like, fair, so far you've just thought about it in terms of, like, how cool it would look for Twilight. But what about, obviously, with similar to... Sinclair, you would be called to your domain's afterlife. Would that maybe consider making Twilight make Twilight consider staying? I think again, it's similar to Sinclair. Is how much she's done. If she feels like she's done a lot in the name of Selene, then maybe. But I feel like Twilight's need for adventure and story kind of supersedes her religion in some ways um mm. in the way that's why she to me is an interesting cleric because it kind of like she just kind of fell into being a cleric and then it's like oh wait i have to be holy <laughs> um whereas sinclair is kind of very holier than thou which is why she's like oh maybe i should be like this but then she is very impulseful um impulsive and yeah so i i think it would be an interesting thing of her also i do not have a backup character so do not kill me <laughs> <laughs> well, well now is the time one. to make one. <laughs> we can make one for Patreon. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, jokes on you. I'm going to play the smutty bookstore seller. So, but yeah, I think I think it would be interesting. I've I actually I've just rewatched Buffy, and I feel like um, spoilers for Buffy. But Buffy comes back from the dead, and um, <laughs> she has a very uh, a similar kind of was very happy-go-lucky and now has to kind of deal with mortality. And I think that would be mm. interesting. Mm. Oh, I would not like that. I'd be so upset if Twilight was, like, morbid. <laughs> that would be so interesting, though. No, I would, ruin, I would be so <laughs> devastated. If, if, I would be um, devo, too. <laughs> if Twilight's like that, yeah, get rid of a Gilliana as well. Her, the other, my other character <laughs> can deal with that better. <laughs> I love, how this... Solidarity. <laughs> I love how this question is just giving Jordan ideas on how soon he should kill us. Well, to be fair, uh, this was obviously very much direct. <laughs> this question was obviously, I'm assuming, maybe directed at me because it was talking about what I would do for all of you. I had different plans for each of you. Um, I'm not going to indicate whether I was close or not on any of them. Uh, you'll just have to find out if and when your character dies. But also just very quickly circling back to the Buffy comment. Can, like, for those of you who remember watching this when it first came out, how fucked was it that they brought her back to life and she was just in the coffin? Yeah, I just yeah, had to pretty pull fucked, her man. way back out. Oh. I just had to draw attention to that because that, that scene where she like, comes back to life and realizes she's still buried and has to claw her way out is like burned into my memory. Yeah. Oh, we need to do some like edgy Buffy, like vampire slaying one shot at some point. Well, oh my funnily God. enough, this is one of the things I was thinking about for Patreon was different systems. Obviously, uh, for those of you who follow the actual Play UK stream, we are doing a bunch of different systems and I am scheduled to run a game in Vison. Um, we have we were gifted the Vison Core Rulebook and the Great Britain and Ireland expansion. I'll be running a game on the actual Play UK stream, uh, focusing on some sort of Irish folk mythology, sort of the Irish uh, mythological histories. Um, and I was going to consider doing one of those for uh, us on uh, Modified Role as well for Patreon. Another option is running a Monster of the Week game. For those of you guys who aren't aware, especially this goes to you guys here on the stream, but also the listeners, Monster of the Week is a 
game system, a TTRBG system that was styled to be run like the old series, like Buffy. The idea being that every session or every couple of sessions you have a new monster turns up. You spend a bit of time learning about the monster, its weaknesses and stuff. You spend a couple of sessions trying to find it. And then you spend a couple of sessions kicking the shit out of it. And it's very much styled after like the old Buffy show because you have like one of the characters, subclasses or classes, I can't remember exactly what they call it in that system, but one of them is that you're like the chosen one. Like you are playing Buffy oh <laughs> and you can choose like your abilities Same. and stuff. We should do it. We should do it for Patreon. I think that'd be really good. Yeah, I've never that. seen Buffy, guys. I've never oh, seen it. Oh, you've got to watch it, Danny. It's what? so good. Danny, I feel I like know. just for the outfits alone... For the outfits alone. It's actually one of those ones where I also I think it just ages well as well. I don't mm. think it's like corny. Like, it's I think still, it it's that still exact good. Right. I've yeah. heard so good beautifully things. written as well. Oh. I've heard good yeah. things. I just what is it on? Is it on Netflix? Like it's it's on Disney Plus. They they got the license, mm. so it's all on there now. Which is why oh, I really cool. we get away with doing a watch party because I know people do watch parties for stuff. Is this the sort of thing we could just like stream and have all of us just watching it, or is that the sort of thing that we'd get like demonetized for and like taken down? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, if we yeah. did it, if we did it on Twitch, yeah. But if we just did it on Discord, no. Could do a Discord night. <laughs> there you go, guys. If oh, Buffy uh, night, that's going to be the weekly want, thing. If, if we want to have a Buffy watch party on Discord, you guys, incredible. In the comments, let us know. Let us know on Discord, and we'll fucking do a Buffy. <laughs> we will force Danny to sit and watch Buffy with us. And after every episode, we get Danny's opinion on the episode. I'm also, I, also, I love that we're making this promise and we can barely schedule recordings. So. Uh, listen, wishful thinking. So get in the comments and maybe we'll do a Buffy watch party. I've also realized I've been doing so many, like I've been helping with doing some of the streams so much. Like, I'm like gesturing and pointing at my camera. This is an audio only podcast. You can't see me pointing. Oh, great. That's so funny that you're like... <laughs> Yeah, like genuinely, because I've gotten so much like, you guys at home, I'm pointing at the camera constantly. You guys listening can't see that. Anyway, it just looks like I'm gesturing violently at the guys here on the stream. So great. Yep. Okay. Um, so obviously, yeah, like I say, I have concepts for what would happen if you guys died, but I'm not going to tell you because that would spoil the fun. Um, other than that, let's move on to the next question. This one is a very simple question. I'm just going to read it out just because. Um, how the heck do you guys find a way to consistently meet? Every group I've run just falls <laughs> apart after like three or four sessions from runaway scheduling errors. Schedule errors? Scheduling <laughs> errors. Our secret is we don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, as we just alluded to, uh, we don't have a consistent playing schedule. Uh, we specifically, uh, we are lucky in that our recording session is running for like four, three to four hours will break down usually into either two or three episodes, depending on where the action sort of falls. Uh, so that means if we record once in a month, that gives us six weeks or four to six weeks of audio. So we generally try to fit in at least one recording a month and we'll try to make sure we do that reg like relatively consistently. But as you guys have seen, there have been the occasional like breaks in episode releases. That's why um, we just... Everyone has a life, um, and obviously with this being a recording, we have like additional problems with like tech errors and stuff. So it's not like your local group meeting up in the shop or around your house. We then have to contend. Like even tonight, we had to start this recording three times. So, like, we'll see. Yeah, it just it's it's error on top of error. Uh, but for those listening who may be thinking the same thing and aren't in our Discord who didn't see the actual reply to this. We use Doodle, or uh, more recently, I've just been messaging people in WhatsApp to be like, here's your block. What days of this block are you not free? But for a long time, we used Doodle. For those not familiar with Doodle, it is a scheduling tool. You, The person creating it picks a bunch of dates. They can even set times. So if you pick, like, for example, a Saturday, you could have a morning block, afternoon block, evening block, and you could do that over a number of days. If you're using the free version, you're limited to the number of options, but it's, it's up to like 10 or 12 or something. And then you just send the link to that to everyone you want to be in the game and they can tick which ones they're free on. And once you find a day when everyone's free, you lock that one in and that's when you record or in your case, play the game. But yeah, obviously this is only our podcast game. Uh, I know obviously Danny plays in another game with me outside of this. I say plays with me in a game outside of this. We haven't played in about six months specifically because of scheduling errors. Like this shit happens. Uh, unfortunately, when you have a hobby like this, that entails a bunch of people either sitting around a virtual or literal table. The hard part is getting everyone at the fucking table. It's the it's the nature of this game. It just and TTRPGs. You know, you, you it's just sporadic. 
it's like you say, unless you can consistently meet, you know, in person every week, you know, it's, it's going to be sporadic. Yeah. But like it, Jordan was saying, WhatsApp, I've got to say, I think for us has actually made it a bit easier because I think we've been replying a lot more on WhatsApp. And for those listening, the only reason we did that is because I used to use the Discord to like arrange our uh, meetups. But then at least two of the people here don't get Discord notifications on their phone. So I would then have to WhatsApp them anyway to be like, have you checked Discord? So I just yeah. moved us onto WhatsApp. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, do what you need to do to get people organized. And it just, mm. you know, if it works, it works. Um, I, I will say if you haven't tried an online game, because it's going to be a bunch of people you don't know, but generally they will say, we want to play on this day, every week, every other week, once a month, whatever it is. So only sign up if you can keep that free. I find with online games like that, you tend to have a better retainment. Or if you've got a, a bunch of close friends who you regularly meet up with anyway, just say, can we set one of these like meetup dates as a game day? Um, but unfortunately, it's, as Pete said, nature of the beast. There's a reason that there's a running joke about TTRPG groups rescheduling last minute because it's going to fucking happen. Yep, Absolutely. Okay, we'll jump to questions from the other Paddy, also on Discord, also been, as far as I'm aware, a relatively long-time listener, so thank you very much, other Paddy. Uh, we're going to go with some of his questions. Question one, if something would happen to your character, how would you like to go on? Uh, oh, this is very similar to the first question. I didn't realize that before I started reading it. Uh, but instead, <laughs> we're going to go with the second half of the question, which is specifically, and what would your character want their funeral to be like? So obviously very morbid oh. questions so far. And this sort of ties oh. into the first one. Uh, but this, while we have this, while we have death on the mind, uh, oh. Jordan, what do you think your funeral would look like? Not yours, because Easel's gone. <laughs> <laughs> right, well. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't really know. Um, I've got an idea. Do you want me to get the wagon rolling? So yeah. I think Sinclair's funeral, he'd, he'd, he'd basically want it to be a celebration of life. You know, Paylor, it brings life to the land, and that's what he would want because that's what he strives for. So he would want it, you know, out in the fields, you know, with everyone, you know, no sadness, you know, just bright colours and everything. And everyone just send send him, give him a, a, a decent send-off. Probably, I don't know, you know how, you know, in like Return of the Jedi, they burn Darth Vader, that kind of thing. You know, he'd want a... a you know, he'd want his ashes, um, say, in the early dawn so that the winds could carry him off. There you go. Yeah. Nice. That just made me really sad, though. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, not to make it, like, actually sad and depressing, um, but that's very similar to what I want my actual in-real-life funeral to be like, but the only difference is I want everyone to be drunk at mine. <laughs> yeah, and then someone stumbles into the, uh, you know, into, into the cremation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to a cremation, but that's generally not possible. If, you said you wanted it like Sinclair's. I want that open pit, man. I was just like, oh, yeah, to be fair, I did say like Sinclair's out in the field. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, obviously, has, has Jordan, have you, had, have you had a bit of time to think of it? Because he said what you want. I think the only thing that comes to mind is he'd probably want to be taken back to his home, really, back to the monasteries. It's where he grew up, spent most of his life, and I think after adventuring, and doing whatever he does on these adventures, if he happens to die, then I think he'd want to be taken back and, you know, kind of have stories told of his adventures. And here lies Kazisol, the ass man. <laughs> <laughs> that would look so nice in the monastery. <laughs> Wanted to go through the back it's entrance. Still is just a bot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> this time he was unconscious for the last time. Yes, yes he did he die again. <laughs> this time permanently. For real. Fantastic. Uh, actually, this is a kind of an interesting one. So, Danny, then what about uh, Giliana? Would she want to be taken home for her funeral? Or where would she, what, would she, what do you think she would want? I don't know if she would want to be taken. <sighs> Probably not, no. <laughs> I don't think she'd want to get taken home. If she's, oh, it depends. It depends. If it's heroic death, yeah, she can go home. But if it's like, like you said, like a bitch, if she's died like a bitch, like, no, there's no way. Leave her for the wolves. But like, 
actual like piss up dance party for sure <laughs> for her funeral and she would definitely want family to know so i feel like someone would have to tell her family that she died which sucks for you guys because she wouldn't be around <laughs> to see that so that would be fun but definitely someone tell her brother her brothers her, pro- her oldest brother that she'd gone mm. um but don't but probably not at home i'd probably just do funeral like the squad funeral mm-hmm. little thing but yeah. then obviously everyone gonna get drunk and bury her with her books yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. no very very fair very fair uh what about twilight then manny what do you think she would want for her funeral okay twilight's very different to everyone she wants like an italian mob boss funeral <laughs> everyone in black <laughs> everyone with a veil dramatically weeping and she would write this down in her journal be like you have to wear a veil you have to cry um and then she wouldn't really know what to do after that so she'd be like just cry and then assume <laughs> everyone would just get drunk um and i think she would want to be buried um so that the earth can like do weird things with her body <laughs> what a weird way to phrase that but entirely <laughs> twilight i was gonna say it's very twilight yeah it's like <laughs> I mean, that's you that's also written where in your um... journal if i die put me in the ground so it can do weird things to my body <laughs> yeah it's the what's the song where the hearse song where it's like don't ever laugh when a hearse goes by and it's all about like the maggots playing in a dead body she would no. write that in her diary. No one's heard like, that song ever. Oh, it's such a good song. <laughs> it, was in, it was in Chilling Avengers of Sabrina. Um, um, but they, they cut out the maggots bit, actually. But it's, it's like a really like weird, macabre, like child's view of death. And I think that's what she would, she would like. She just like wanted to tick all the boxes of death without actually realizing that that's not really what it's all about. Oh, fair enough. All interesting to say the least so i also just want to quickly jump in here and tell you guys about a product i've tried recently and they're also sponsoring this episode for those who've listened to modified rule for a while you might be aware that i am not a full-time podcast producer editor or dm as i may come across I am, in fact, a design engineer in my full-time life, so I spend most of my day sat in front of a computer working on 3D models. That said, quite a lot of the time I find myself thinking about how I'd rather be playing D&D, and I sometimes struggle to concentrate on what I'm doing. I'm sure everyone's the same. You get tired, you have a lot of things in your mind, and you just struggle to concentrate sometimes. So to try and combat this, I turn to caffeine. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not a massive fan of the flavour of coffee, and tea doesn't tend to have a lot of caffeine in it, so I turned to energy drink. I was drinking a large can of energy drink every morning to try and just get through the day. While tea doesn't have a ton of caffeine, energy drinks have far too much, and I'd go from dying on my feet to literally shaking with the amount of caffeine running through my body. At that end, I decided to give Magic Mind a try. So Magic Mind, for those who haven't heard of it, is, well, it is styled as a productivity shot. Now, I'm not going to sit here and recommend something to you that I've not tried, so I actually gave Magic Mind a go. I used it for two weeks. I stopped having my energy drinks in the morning and relied entirely on this little shot. And that's the thing, it is just a little shot that you can just take straight in the first thing in the morning, or like I did when I got to work, settled in at my desk, I would have the drink and get ready to start the day. And I'm going to be honest with you, I do feel like I noticed a difference. I feel like I had that little kick of energy from the small amount of caffeine being able to concentrate a little bit better during the day. The effects were immediately noticeable, especially after I'd stopped using it. Like I said, I tried it for two weeks, and the week after, I started going back into that sort of same rut, finding it difficult to concentrate, sort of finding mind-wandering during the day. So I can say, with all honesty, I did notice a benefit from it. Being completely open and honest, though, there was one downside I had with the Magic Mind shots, which was the taste. Um, not my sort of flavour. Uh, I did struggle uh, to sort of get used to it, but that is because it is a strong matcha flavour. It's one of the sort of base ingredients, and unfortunately not a big matcha fan. Uh, but for those of you out there who do enjoy that taste, perfect. 
but touching on that, uh, matcha, like I say, is one of the main ingredients, uh, way less caffeine than coffee, and also contains additional compounds called catechins uh, that extend the benefit of caffeine by slowing your body's ability to absorb it. But on top of that, they also have a bunch of other very, I want to say natural ingredients, but that is a very much a thrown around term these days that doesn't really mean a lot. But they have included a bunch of stuff um, like lion's mane mushrooms, uh, ashwagandha, Rodolia rosea, uh, Bacopa monieri. Uh, so there are a bunch of very natural, wholesome ingredients in here to sort of give you that attention span benefit and reduce the caffeine intake during the day. So to that end, uh, we just wanted to recommend it to our listeners and Magic Mind were kind enough to offer us a discount code. So if you check the description, you will find a link to our uh, sort of discount on the website. Or if you go to the Magic Minds website, you can also use the code MODIFIEDRULE20. You can use that link or the code MODIFIEDRULE20. That will get you 50% off your first subscription if you use it within the next 10 days of this episode's airing. And 20% off your one-time purchase with MODIFIEDRULE20 again. So do check them out. And if you do give it a try, let us know how it works for you. Because like I say... I definitely saw an improvement when I was using it, but I am only a case study of one. So uh, check out their website. They do have a bunch of other testimonials and feedback. So I definitely think it's worth a try if you have the same struggles I did. But all that's left to say is thank you, Magic Mind, for sponsoring this episode, and we'll let you get back to the action. Um, let's. Go, I, I quite like this next question, also for Patty. Uh, we obviously all ship Sinclair and Kazisel. But what are your favorite ships in group or with NPCs? <laughs> oh my! I have a question. Do we? <laughs> I, I literally had no idea if you were ship. I didn't. Wait, know what was a ship? Apparently, oh. apparently, Paddy's into it. It probably has He's into the Dragonborn and the Half Orc Man. I mean, it's that time in the bath really got him going. <laughs> I was about to say it's probably comfortable when you were just yourself standing in the bath, just swinging in the wind. So, oh yeah, I did describe that, didn't I? Those yeah. beastie boys and the ass man oh, the constantly boys. looking. Oh, oh my god! Oh the my ass god! Man. It's all making sense. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on that point, it's that kind of if it happens, it happens. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm loading up AO3 as we speak. Sinclair is bisexual. Canon. Genuine. Canon? Yeah. Oh my god, lore. I don't know if that's Kick off the fan fiction. Some lore. <laughs> oh I just wrote that deep lore about Sinclair. Somebody update the wiki. Uh, somebody make us a wiki and then update the wiki. Um, so I don't think that was ever dropped in any in game session yet. So that's new lore. Do no, people like exciting. still make wikis? I'm pretty sure they do. Wow. Yeah. We're going to make quite um, just for Sinclair being by. <laughs> we had a wiki for the old <laughs> campaign, didn't Sinclair. we? Well, the old one was one that um, Liam made because he obviously he used um, Athamic across like a bunch of campaigns. So he ah, had yeah, a wiki to track everything. Um, I think for to have fans make you a wiki, you have to be pretty fucking big at this point. Like I think even ones like Dimension 20, I think they manage their own wiki. I don't think they, I don't think they have fans doing it for them. But uh, anyone out there who wants to make a modified rule wiki, we certainly wouldn't stop you. Um, I'm just writing down. You can put the exact measurements of Sinclair's cock on it. (laughs) Sinclair's (laughs) by. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Sinclair's wiki page is going to be so. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, never mind. He was this, you know, this holy righteous man. Well, what size was his cocker? (laughs) He swung both ways, and boy, did he swing. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God. Um, What's sad is I could make you roll for the size of his cock, but that wouldn't even be the first time we've done that in this season. What was the question? Modified role. Oh, definitely a serious remember. campaign. Um, oh, yeah. Um, obviously, we all ship Sinclair and Gazisal, which, as we've just found out, we do. Uh, but what are your other favorite ships in group as well as with NPCs? <laughs> For those at home who can't see what's happening, Danielle just buried her face in her hands. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, guys, who do you ship Gileana with? Jace? Or um, the guy from the other place, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or and I highly suspect there's going to be a few people listening may have tried to ship this or suspected it. Uh, Twilight, maybe. Oh, and Gillian. Sorry, I thought I was like waiting for the other person. I was like Twilight yeah. and who? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Like, yeah. Maybe. I'm just because obviously there. I, I, I'm not going to put words in anyone's mouth, but obviously Twilight does talk about how. And again, Twilight, Maddie, correct me unless you do talk about how sort of I wouldn't say infatuated, but like you are. Like, yeah. Twilight does talk about how cool Gilliana looks, how uh, amazing she is. Is that something? Would Twilight have like an attraction there, or is it just seen as like they're so cool? I want to be like them. Um, I think it's a combination of the two, you know, where it's like, I don't know if I want to be with them or be them. Um, yeah. but also like, I think I have, I did confirm this in game that Twilight's a lesbian, right? Yes, that is, that yeah. is one of the, that's the only sexuality that, so far confirmed. That, that is canon. Um, so she's like the plug cottage called lesbian well, vibe. Yeah, Gil- no, I think, I think Gilliana did as well. Hmm. Yeah, so we're I just waiting to find out about Kazisel now. <laughs> <laughs> Gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining Gilliana doing that from the back of the tavern. Right? <laughs> it's just Sinclair um, swinging in the wind, Kazisel staring at his ass, and Gilliana from over the wall. <laughs> Incredible. Anything with an ass. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> so all you assless people out there, you get no chance. I'm sorry, Paddy. I hope you're proud of yourself. <laughs> oh God! I hope this I'm proud of yourself. I hope this is everything you hope it would be because I'm enjoying this Honestly. immensely. Uh, I, I do believe Danielle asked us a question. We didn't answer it. Uh, so did we think Jace or Girthquake? Who do you think? Who do we think? Uh, or at this point, maybe considering Twilight. What are people? Who do we think uh, Gilliana's going to end up with? Or first love, who then said she was like a sister? <laughs> yeah, but like, and no one knows about that. Yeah. Well, this is out of character. This is an out of character question. Oh, true, true. I'll put another suggestion out there: the Uwa squad from the Sorcerer Fight. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> 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 She's gonna have a harem of muscly guys. <laughs> yes, women. I said they were oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were hot women. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anybody gonna yeah. answer the question or no? Well, there's my answer. Oh yeah, okay. you did. Sorry, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, Jace or Girthquake? Huh? I, I'm gonna say Twilight, but in <laughs> like in tailored men's clothes, like Jace. Gilliana or Twilight? Either or both. <laughs> both. <laughs> I, I've got my answer. I'm going to say it's Jace, but in Twilight's clothes. Oh. <laughs> the gown. The gown. The star gown. I think, you know, he would look really fetching in that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm probably come what... to his knees from how tall, how short Twilight is. <laughs> Guys, I know this is like I, I know this is like a bit of a spoiler, but oh my god, I think I know what Gilliana's first dream of this season is going to be. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve like sheep costumes like before. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Jesus or Twilight is gonna walk into the room wearing Jesus' clothes, then Jesus is oh, gonna no. go wearing Twilight's clothes, and then she's gonna spin round and it's gonna be Twilight dressed as a sheep again. <laughs> and then she's just gonna yell gay. <laughs> yes. gay and then you just wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> I hope that hasn't awakened something in me. <laughs> Oh the my awakening God. In this. Oh. Holy shit. I'm still I'm still I'm still <laughs> rocked by the revelation of the Sinclair Cazisel ship. What's their ship? Apparently name? some people are shipping it. Um at, well, at least one person is shipping it. Since and that Ezel. one person and that one person is assuming. <laughs> the real sins start here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd have to be like Casclair. Casclair. Uh... Ha- yeah, because it has to have ass in it. This is true. Ah. This is very true. (laughs) Right, we need to move on before this kills me. Um, uh, You guys listen out there, you tell us what your favourite ship is. Um, If you think any of the NPCs they've met so far will be a cute par couple, you let me know. Um, Oh, good God. (laughs) They all have asses, so... (laughs) They've got a long competition. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, anyway, we're going to be back to another question from Bartatin. Um, what has everyone's favourite improv moment been so far? Um, obviously, we're saying improv moment. Just what has been your favourite, like, like player to player? Not maybe not interacting with me necessarily, but just like generally your favourite bit that you've improved, um, or somebody else's improv doesn't have to be your own. Um, yeah, anyone who anyone can just shout out with this one because I know it's going to take somebody might not have this one ready off the top of their head, but whoever can think of one can just shout it out. Um, I like I did like Pretty People Can't Die from myself, but I actually I forgot about that. that. I was going to say that was actually one of my favourite improv moments, just out of nowhere. <laughs> Pretty people never die. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from, honestly. Um, but then I feel like Twilight always has the best ones, and I, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. But they're always good from Twilight. That's because Twilight's ones are always just unhinged, like in the moment, <laughs> just turn on a heel and you're like, whiplash with what has just happened. <laughs> Literally. I think Funnily it was Twilight's speech for me, the speech that made everyone emotional because no one expected that from Twilight. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. yeah. Personally, because I had to throw it in there, um, my two. For those here in our Discord, if you're not if you're not in our Discord, every so often, if I'm editing one of the episodes and I get to a point when it's like one has me like laughing so hard I get a stitch, or I get to like a genuinely emotional moment, I will just take a quick clip, drop it in the Discord, and be like, "Guys, fucking listen to this because it is so good." Ninety percent of them have Twilight in them <laughs> for one reason or another. <laughs> Uh, obviously not hard when there are four characters and I'm clipping stuff up of them, but still. <laughs> but yeah, um, the one in the spa where uh, Gilliana, I think it's when Gilliana and Twilight were talking. Mm. Oh yes, it was when you were talking about your dreams. It was after the dream sequence and you guys were having oh. the like, um, you were essentially just like having, the, like essentially I think you asked, uh, Twilight started asking Gilliana what you dreamed about and it was just that bit, whenever you'd explained meeting or seeing, like having that bit with like your ex in air quotes. And Twilight was like, wow, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> that's rough, buddy. That's rough. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> At least it's become the moon. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Is is Gilliana just uh sucker? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, could be. Yes. Confirmed. Is this like, have, I, have I accidentally Oh that. my god. That's that right. is you funny. do come back. I um I think the moments uh where we went to the the like sun festival and Sinclair had his whole bit about Paylor was really good. Um and Twilight definitely that like sticks in her memory as like a wow moment. Yeah, no, that one definitely like again, I think I said it at the time, but props to Pete as well. Because obviously that wasn't something that was dropped on you. It was something we discussed ahead of time. You had been invited to speak and you you told me you went to and you wrote your sermon. Like <laughs> it wasn't just something you kind of like I've got the script. Do you I, want to put that on Patreon? I fucking yeah, let's put that on Patreon. All right, yeah, I'll send that Patreon. to you later. I'll put, I'll put that up on our Patreon for free. But um yeah, I think I think that was very well done. You took you took you obviously took it very seriously and uh, it came out really well. Um I think it was delivered really well and it came out well in the in the edit. So Mm. My, mine think... is actually oh no go on. no it's okay you go okay mine is a actually a Kazizel moment um when uh Gilliana and Kazizel chased down the assassin in the streets and Kazizel mm. had him pinned to the floor and the lightning was starting to rage in Kazizel's mouth when Jordan was describing that I had literal chills on my spine it was so fucking cool <laughs> like it's one of those moments where you just think back and it's like that is why i love this goddamn game because it's so <laughs> fucking cool so good describing a crystal dragon man breathing lightning yes yeah because he you know because oh. he was describing you know you know how heavy he was breathing and where the sparks were starting to form behind his teeth oh i'm just thinking it's <laughs> giving me chills again it's great um i was i i think i really liked honestly controversial i think it really just shocked me at the start when um sinclair threw through twilight against the wall <laughs> oh <Yeah>. my god <laughs> oh, why you gotta keep bringing it up guys Come because on. it was the <laughs> most insane thing I've ever, i was like what the hell mms me having to chase after <laughs> yeah like <laughs> yeah because he's all like what and i was like i don't know <laughs> honestly <laughs> And then, oh my yeah. god, yeah, that was that just was crazy. 
I just I'm just bad for damage control. <laughs> I have to reiterate. I think I talked about this before, but like in uh, in as we were running that episode, I like again we had played I think three sessions at that point. I think that might have been our third session, maybe our second, and just from having done the one shots with you guys, like the little one on ones with you guys, and having seen what I'd seen so far. The second the words left my mouth, okay, Twilight, what do you want to do? In my <laughs> head, I had an image of Twilight attempting to spear tackle Sinclair and then just like stopping like she hit a pole. And the first thing Maddie says is, I'd like to try and tackle Sinclair. And I was like, no, yeah, I saw that coming. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, that's my question in the Q&A. What the fuck? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Character, character what? It, it... <laughs> No, it was funny. It was great, yeah, but it, but it was it was it it was really one of those. I, I was thinking in that moment, you know, because this, you know, because we were all getting this horrible feeling from this mm-hmm. gem that was on the table, and it just worked right into the back of Sinclair's mind. And he's he's in the back of his mind, he's a really big hothead, and he'll just explode. Mm-hmm. And it just brought it out to the front. That's why it was suddenly like it's like someone's trying to stop me. Yeet! Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> and that's why afterwards he's like, "Oh shit! Yeah, maybe shouldn't have done that." <laughs> Me lying there like Loki in Avengers, like. <laughs> I was like, I really did love that role playing scene. I think that role played out really well. I think we should like post. You should post that on Twitter, Jordan. Like the bit with the Hulk and Loki, and then <laughs> like POV twi- uh, Sinclair and <laughs> Twilight in episode two or one or whatever. Literally, yeah, and it was, and it was also because we'd only really just started playing together. So I was like, Jesus. <laughs> like what the, what the fuck we gotta um, spice it up yeah and then, and then we got down to the bottom of the stairs and Kiliana was like lego lasting everyone and we were like what the fuck is going on yeah because he's always dead on the floor <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah. 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 What to you? Um, that was my first death, <laughs> death. I, think, oh, death experience. I think also my for me my favourite would have been you know just the realisation of uh being locked in with that lich and it's like oh shit what do we do now <laughs> i'm genuinely upset because i submitted that scene for one of the like um podcast awards i'm really upset that we didn't even get like through to finals because i love that scene and i know we're not a high production podcast all the post editing is done by me and it is mediocre at best but just that fucking scene and like even listening back to it when I'm describing to you guys like the door slamming shot and like all all of you guys in the background are going, fuck, 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 no, no, run, run, run. <laughs> As I'm just describing this scene, it's like, I fucking love that. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Oh. Okay, um, I genuinely am shocked at how, to be fair, we did spend talking about shipping for about 15 minutes, but uh, I'm shocked at how long this has gone on for, but we do have two more questions, uh, and then if you guys have any, we'll throw them in at the end. But, also from Bar, Bar, also from Bar Tatten, um, for the player specifically, not me, because I have to come up with the rest of them, uh, what would the title be if your character had to write a smutty book? So this is you guys as characters, because he's Sinclair, Gliana, Twilight, writing a smutty book, what is the title of said book? The Sultry Sermon. Ooh, I like that. Oh my god. Forbidden love in the church. <laughs> oh. Wow, you Came got these, a bit like... too quick, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, so I think that's when you've had all. I think that's, I think that's well, to be fair, that's what she said. Um, but I think that's when you've had oh <laughs> saved up for a while, isn't it? Um, I also like that essentially having not pre-warned you guys about this question, what this question essentially is, is can you be funny in 10 seconds or less? <laughs> <sighs> the dragon's horn. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to all these down, use them in the, in the, in the sessions. Um, I don't know. I actually don't know what. See, my first thought is, like, stupid. And I'm like, <sighs> okay, it was massive dicks and how to tame them. <laughs> That's very Twilight. It's very Twilight. Is it... <laughs> it's not a romance. It's an instructional novel, like How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, okay. I am not here to be trained. <laughs> well, it's fine. It's fine. She's adapted it to dicks, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> the Twilight Sutra. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
That's so funny. Well, we'll let Danny. We'll let you stew on what you think Gillianos will be. We'll move on to the um, uh, last question that we have from the listeners. As people, not for your characters, but as you, what would your D and D class be? Oh, I can jump in this one. I can take part in this one, and I can tell you right off the bat, it's in my fucking Twitter handle and Instagram handle. I want to be a bard. Um, if I had to go with the skill set I have currently. I'm a fucking DM for a reason. I fucking love talking and telling stories. I'd be just one of those, like, storytelling bards. I would fucking love to have musical talents. I would literally kill someone for it. Um, unfortunately, that's not how it works. Um, but yeah, I'd absolutely be a bard. I, I spend enough time talking as it is, unless you haven't noticed. Uh, that's my class. Easy, sorted. Who's going next? Um, I think maybe I would. I would like to be a magician. Not a wizard, a magician. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'm joking. Why the fuck would anybody pick? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, like what I would most likely be or would want to be. What's the question? One or the other. I just said well, the, the exact wording of the question is: What would your D and D class be? So, what do you think you would be as a D and D class? Or if you wanted to pick which one you would rather be, by all means. I quite like. I, I think sorcerer. Something with magic. Mm-hmm. I like magic as a person and like fantasy is just like my favorite genre but yeah. i think like have being magical and like witch vibes and stuff is fun but i really like sorcerer i really want to play a sorcerer at some point um Ooh. but i just don't know like mm. how how or when i haven't really thought of a character that i want to do it as but i i feel like sorcerer is such a cool we can make them one. for patreon yeah be a pair one of you and danning and sit and make a sorcerer together I think for me, I'd probably be somewhere along the lines of possibly druid or uh, ranger, just for the simple fact of animal companions. You know, I love animals, so, you know, have an easier time with animals. (laughs) No, absolutely fair. The only reason I couldn't pick one of those is I'm allergic to half of them. And Uh, Maddie, what do you think you would be? Um, I think, I I was thinking, I was going back and forth, but I think I'd be a warlock. Because Ooh, similar to Danny, love it. Literally, so similar to Danny, um, I love magic and all things witchy and that kind of stuff. And I do think like a lot of my hobbies are arcane inclined, but also I'm fucked up in the head, um, <laughs> and, and I feel like there is say. there is some kind of eldritch being just talking to me all the time. <laughs> so I think that's why I'd be a warlock. It's giving Magnus Bane, Maddie. Ah. Uh, <laughs> that was a very guttural moan sorry it was appropriate <laughs> yeah i was i was just doing my best um because he's still a uh, sinclair impression from that <laughs> that's a reference none of the rest of us got if you got it at home tell us in the comments i am pointing at the fucking camera <laughs> you're pointing <laughs> at us <laughs> yeah you, you guys out there uh pete <laughs> um I'd, I'd probably say druid um been going on a lot of walks out in nature like in the past few months and really realizing how much i hate big towns and cities and, and every so I've, often you do do turn into a cat yeah but also i've recently i was rescuing moths recently for because because of the cats at home and i've had them cupped in my hand several times looked at them and they just sat there and it's like that's pretty cool mm. that's why i'm getting the <laughs> druid vibe i say like mm, yes nature so I had, that was in my head, took me like a good 30 seconds to actually realize what you actually said. And I thought you said you were rescuing moss. Moss. <laughs> like the thing that grows on rocks. I was like, no, the little things that love lamb. <laughs> and then you said, because of the cats. I was like, no, I seriously, like moss? literally re- recent, recently, like I've had the Gandalf moment like six times in the last few weeks <laughs> of, of rescuing moths. So I've actually started, you know, doing the Gandalf whispering. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And you let him go into, yeah, yeah, exactly. Then you let him go into the night, and then you get a giant eagle in your house, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, a bit inconvenient. Feathers everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. Well, that is all the questions we have from our lovely listeners. Eighth time I've said lovely. So yeah, the only thing left is unless um, if you guys have some questions, could be about the game, could just be about each other's characters, could be directed to me. Uh, By all means, if you guys have any questions, we can use those to finish off with. Mm, I I had one which was. I mean, 
don't have to divulge it, but what was the sort of inspiration behind everyone's characters? Because uh, for Sinclair, it's kind of weird. Um, I think it was like two years ago, myself and Kazizel um, Jordan, we were playing, I think it's Wildermyth. Is it the... the... No, yes, what's... the guys who did the lovely comic for, again, lovely. The beautiful no, comic sorry. for our first no, not, season. Yeah. Not, not Wildermyth. What's the D&D MMO? Neverwinter. Never we were playing Neverwinter, Never and I made a half-orc paladin in there called Sinclair, and that's where the idea came from. It was, and, and I suddenly developed him that night, and I was like, I really like him. And then he became my character for season two. You just so he made came bigger. Yeah, yeah. I, he he came from a video game, basically. Oh, very nice. Well, no, I think it's a very good question. The rest of them, what are your your inspirations for the characters? What made you come up with them? You showed me the new stuff of the dragons and <laughs> yeah. the class, and I was like, <laughs> I like this. I like the look of this. I want to go with this. Yeah, because usually, you know, my whole thing is I love tieflings and all that kind of stuff, and I've been a tiefling too much with this group, so <laughs> I, you know, to kind of break the habit, I've gone a different route. So there we go with that one. Perfect, Danny, Maddie. Um, mine is uh, well, I don't. If anybody's read Throne of Glass, Amazing. <laughs> um, Aelin is pretty much who Giliana is based on, but. I don't think any of you guys have, apart from Maddie. Yeah, and I see that, and I appreciate it very much. Did I read Throne of Glass? When when did that come out? Uh, I want to say like two thousand and eight or something. It's yeah. old. Does the, does the main character in that meet with? I don't know if they get, they actually name her this Baba Yaga, but like a Baba Yaga equivalent. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. They might have read that years ago. I think I might have oh read God. that. Massive well, slay. That's who she's based on. <laughs> Selena Sardis. Well, her name's... Fair enough. I'm struggling to remember everything but the Baba Yaga encounter, but I think I may have read it. <laughs> her, her name her name in the first book is Selena Sardothian. Yes! So. Yes! That's why I can't remember. That was her name. Yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and she ends up like going to like Genius. a... I'm just trying to... I'm just get piecing bits together in my head. She ends up going to like a prison camp encampment town of she's, something. To she's a slave, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Slave camp. Yes. I remember. It's all in there somewhere. That's actually mad. Oh, Jordan, you should read the, or the rest of them. The last book is insane. Like yes. one of the best I'm things ever. I can't remember if I finished them or not. I just remember reading them. I can't remember if I got through to the well, end. Well, yeah, if, it was, you've probably you... read the first two, I think. Yeah, if you still, if you don't know the name Aelin, then yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a spoiler, I'm not going to lie. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, I spoiled well, that for I myself do, when I googled I... the character. No, hold on, because there's a bit where she like takes. I do remember her taking on that like second identity. I just couldn't remember the second character's name, and she's like, "Is she living in like a?" Sorry for the other two guys listening to this. All of our <laughs> listeners who do not give a shit, but um, she was like living. In, it's not a shanty town, but she essentially took on. It was it was a different person, and she essentially like took over their name or whatever, wasn't it? It wasn't like she didn't make up the name. Um, no, it's that it's her. She, yeah. she is a she's Aelin, but. Um, when she was younger, she got t- like this guy that trained her to be an assassin took her yes. in, and then she changed her name because, like, Alien, if she was Alien, she'd have been killed pretty much. Yes, but like, was, but yeah. nobody knows it's her. So, like, someone's lying to try and get the war started by saying, "Oh, they've seen Alien." Yeah, but it's not. She's like, "Well, where the fuck have you seen Alien?" That's me. <laughs> yes. she's like, "What? You've seen Alien?" But she knows it's her. But it's like, yeah. She, it's like a thing. It's like a whole thing. Like the resistance is using her name. Yeah, I, I do remember that bit because there was a whole thing about her having like a different life beforehand. But in my head, I was thinking it was like a different person, but it wasn't. It was just her life. But anyway, no. But <sighs> they do make out that it's a different person. Like you yeah. don't know it's her until like a. Until and she's like, oh. Yeah, she's like, oh, did you see her here? And it's like actually, that's <laughs> really funny. <laughs> oh, that was a long time ago. I've read that. It's when you said Throne of Glass, I had a really vivid image of like the front cover of the book, and I was like, I think I've read that. Wait. This is like what they look like. They're like that's the th- like that's the, third, like the third book. fourth fourth one, but like they all look like that. Oh, I may have had a different like different cover. I was like, maybe I didn't. Again, was it like was a blonde different. woman? It was ho- like the old old covers are horrible. Yeah, like... I think it was the old old covers. I'm thinking if this was like back, was it early two thousands? <laughs> yeah, it would have been like two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, I like might have read really like the copies early. that were in my secondary school library. <laughs> so these yeah, the, the, u- the ugly color covers. Anyway, yeah. um, anyone else about us getting back to the fact uh, of doing a Q&A? Yeah, I'll, um, I'll go through Twilight. Um, 
So I kind of was approaching this because I've, I've never been recorded on a podcast before. Or that, well, I had, but not in like D&D sense. Um, so I wanted to go with a, uh, like a class I knew how to play. And I played a cleric in like my game as a teenager. So I was like, I know cleric quite well. And I was going through the, like, the new subclasses and stuff. And I saw the Twilight Domain cleric. And I was like, suddenly this like character was just born. But when I was concepting her, her name was Midnight. Um, and for so long, like the Pinterest board was Midnight, the all my character sheets and everything. And then literally, I think it was like three days before we recorded, I changed it to Twilight because I just thought it matched better. Um, and then I was like, oh, it's because it's fucking Twilight Domain Cleric. And then I named her bloody mental Cadence. And I was like, where is this My Little Pony lore coming from? But, um, <laughs> and she very much came from like, uh, when we started this, I was kind of in a job I hated. I wasn't really happy where I was in the real world. So I wanted to create this really happy character that I could kind of just like reflect myself into. Um, and yeah, she kind of went from there. And I kind of wanted someone who would have no inhibitions or no reason to not do stuff because I just wanted to have fun with it. And that's that's how she was born. The silence is really... I know. <laughs> I was the problem to work off. Because uh, that's one that really made us all think, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, Jordan, you've got to do it with every single NPC. Go. Every NPC. <laughs> Here we go. My inspiration for every NPC was I pulled them out of my ass. Thank you. Um, simple. Um, no, to be fair, a few of the NPCs do have, like, some inspiration behind them, um, but quite often it is, like, because I'm, I'm just fleshing out, like, the bare bones of a lot of the NPCs, some of them will literally just be a joke. Uh, others that you haven't met yet um, are based around, like, either characters from games and stuff. Actually, to be fair, even, like... Um, Thinking of Cairn, obviously you met like the four major noble representatives of mm. Cairn. Each of them, I came up with a concept for you know what they were going to represent in that city, and then I sort of drilled down into okay, but what are their um, motives? Like, what are they personally worried about? And then, obviously, for one of them specifically, I was like, okay, and this guy's also evil, and then I had to like figure out why he had turned evil. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, some of the characters do get inspiration, uh, like to build on them. Some are just a joke I thought of. And then others, like Girthquake, I roll a dice and end up with the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever fucking said. How he's got an actual name, hey. he's just Girthquake. Yeah, that's just that's just how D D works. Yeah. <laughs> Someone so, goes any... Girthquake for Halloween. Oh my god. <laughs> you just have to you just stick a Pringles tin down like some sweatpants and you're sorted. A Pringles tin. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what size we said it was. I just remember it was big. <laughs> so, no, I don't think we set a size. You just went... Well, I remember I rolled a dice to determine how big it was. So there was a numerical value applied somewhere. And it oh was um, it was uh, terrifying. Um, <laughs> but that said, uh, enough talking about the fictional piece NPC's massive cock. Um, <laughs> uh, Radforth is his real name, if anyone was curious. What was it? Oh, yeah, Radforth. Radforth, yeah. Earthquake. I'm glad somebody remembered. How did you think of Radforth? Did you look on your, like, shelf and get Radforth? Uh, to be fair, a lot of them, I just have the random name generator open. And I just click oh. on human. Boop. So, yeah. Uh, to be fair, actually, what I did at one point was, I think it's still in my file here. I actually just at one point, so I wouldn't have to, like, constantly go to the web page. I just had a Word document where I did a generation for human names, copy and pasted like 12 into a Word document and every time you guys met a character I would just pull up that sheet, cross a name off and go, his name is Radforth cross that name off the list and that way I didn't have to try and Google it or make something up every time. And it usually works and then sometimes you get a Radforth so it is what it is. But this has gone on a lot longer than I really thought it was going to. So does anyone have any other questions for each other or for myself? Or would we want to finish this one off for now? I don't have any. I think I'm good. Nothing for me. Cool. Well, to be fair, I think an hour is enough for a silly little bonus thing that I fully thought was going to take about 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> well, that said, thank you guys so much for sending in the questions. Um, you know, Knowing that we have guys listening to this, who are interested in not just listening to the production, but also 
just you know listening to the other shit that we do we actually put a question up on the patreon to ask if people would like to listen to us do some how-to D videos like maybe put them up on youtube and talk about how to like start playing D. but yeah god bless us all i put the question up and um patrick replied to say that he would love to watch us do this uh because even though he knows how to play he will happily consume everything with us in it so i thought that was just like a genuinely nice, nice thing for one of our listeners Aww. to say and um, thanks paddy yeah. We, we need oh, yeah. to do that like, one shot and have Paddy in it, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all need to make a character named Paddy. That could be an option. Could be fun. Paddy party. <laughs> yeah, oops, all Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paddy. No, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all you guys who are listening, all you guys who have any questions, um, it means a lot. Obviously, we might do another one of these again in the future, so if you do have something you want to have answered by us, uh, drop it in. We have a Q&A channel on our Discord. You can drop it in there and we'll pick it up the next time we do a Q&A episode like this. But obviously I'm putting this up just before the next episode comes out. So you should have the first episode of the second arc of season two, which I have to find a better way of saying that, of Modified Rule coming to you soon. Arc for now, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Modified Rule arc to Electric Boogaloo. Um, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut this off now because we still have like three hours of stuff to record tonight and this is not going to go well this is the way it ends up being but again <laughs> thanks very much guys for sticking with us um, join us back soon for the next part of the story and we'll see you soon bye bye bye, bye. bye.